Hey guys, welcome to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I feel like I haven't released a podcast in forever. I think it's been like a week though. <laughs> we started over a month ago and I was doing two, three podcasts a week. I feel like we've done a few interviews. We are definitely going to be doing more of those, but we've been very busy with a bunch of awesome stuff. Uh, I'll have a new website done here in about the next week. That website will also have a membership area where there's loads of content available, including um, some discounts on some coaching as well. And the membership will will come about um, a few weeks after we launch the website, but we're gonna get that up and running real soon. And I'm gonna have two different coaching courses done here in the next uh, less than two months. So. We're excited to be releasing all of that, and there will, all, there will uh, obviously be much more info about all of that coming up here soon. So, also, if you uh, follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, I'll be putting some stuff up about. Um, I'll be speaking, I think, three more times this month. It is uh, local, well, in the state of Ohio. So. If you are here in Ohio and you want to come catch us at some of the events or speaking that we're doing, um, just go ahead and plug into us there on uh, social media and you'll get the updates. So I want to touch on something brief today. (laughs) I always say brief, but then I get to talking. But I want to touch on the power of our words, the importance of our words and the power of our words and how it is uh, vital and ties right into recovery. Now, there's a, uh, it says in Proverbs that the power of death and life are in the tongue and those that love it will eat its fruit. It's saying that there's power in our words and it says that what it is we speak about is what it is we're going to taste of in our life. And I did a podcast recently called what are you thinking about i think is what i titled it and i talked about how our mind is like our spiritual stomach and what it is we chew on in there what it is we feast on in our thinking will be digested through our words and actions so if what it is we are thinking about is what if is what we speak about then it would make sense that if we want to watch what we say we need to watch what we think and oftentimes people just kind of breeze past it and they don't, they don't think twice too much. They don't, they don't put too much thought and energy into what it is they're saying and how they're saying it. Um, but anybody that's listening after listening to this, I can assure you that you will. Because when you're armed with information, facts, truth about something, you then become, become responsible for it. So I want to lay out some stuff in here that I... I hope will help you shift your perspective a bit and take what, how it is you say things and why and what you're saying a lot more seriously. Because when we come into recovery from something, I think it's safe to say most people have become pretty negative. Pretty negative. Their internal world is just filled with the discouragement and the defeat and the doubt and well, this is the way it always happens for me. It's always like this. I always get sick when the sickness goes around. It never works out for me. I'm always the one that gets the ticket when the two-hour parking is up. Why didn't they get a ticket? 
I was talking with a client recently and the client was telling me, he said, this is just the way it is. I'm always like this. This is who I am and begin to spout off declarations about who he was and none of it was beneficial to his recovery. And I said to him, so explain to me something. Why is it we're even talking? Because if your words and actions got you to a place you don't want to be in, and we are talking because on some level you want some change, and all you're saying is making, you're just making declarations about how you don't want to change, and explain to me what we're doing. And what happens, because oftentimes, oftentimes people don't even know. They, they don't know that they don't know. But when it's pointed out and laid out to them, the black and white, it's hard to sit on the fence. When someone is confronted with that, they have to say, okay, so change might be possible, but I want to stay right here. I like it. This is, or they think they like it. Of course they don't, or they wouldn't be seeking some help, but they become so familiar with it that they don't want to leave that space. Or they say, okay, I believe change is possible. Can you help? Vulnerability and humility step into that change that's possible for anybody. I was extremely negative. I was always, every other word out of my mouth was some sort of cuss word. I was, I was as negative as, as anybody. What I didn't realize in the midst of all that negativity was the way that I spoke attracted those things to me. I always look at it like the way that I'm speaking are bricks that are paving the path to where I'm speaking about. And if I'm speaking about a bunch of negativity, this is never going to work. This always happens to me. I shouldn't be all that surprised if it does happen to me again. If I'm always speaking negative, I shouldn't be that surprised if negative stuff comes at me. Because of what I speak about, I'll attract to me. What I speak, how I speak is going to attract people that speak the same way. If, I, if, if I'm facing a situation and I begin to say, I don't know how this is going to work out, but it's going to work out. Look at all the possibilities that could come about. Look at all the amazing things that could come about by, from this situation. You know, and rather than get into the detail of it, I'll highlight more the principle. If I just start speaking the encouragement and the possibilities out, you're going to begin to attract people to you that can help you with that situation. You're going to begin to attract the resources that you need with that situation. The power of death and life is in the tongue and those that love it will eat its fruit. What you speak about is what you will taste of in your life. It puts an accountability and a responsibility on us to man up and woman up, whatever we want, mature, take responsibility and say, this is how I spoke and this is what I'm getting now. Let me put it this way, all right? I could keep going down. It wasn't much, it wasn't a rabbit trail. I was on topic, but let, let me switch gears a little bit. Listen, I read a book called How Full Is Your Bucket? I think I have alluded to it on another podcast. It's a it's an amazing book from the guys that wrote Strength Finder. Um, the, it was written by a grandpa and his grandson, and the grandpa, who I believe passed away recently, started doing psychology in the, like the 50s or 60s, and he noticed that the bulk of psychology was geared towards studying what's wrong with people. So he made it his life's work to study what's right with people. So what he did 
is he wrote this book with his grandson in his last few years of being alive and it's just concentrated i mean we're talking about decades of research and experience and it is loaded full of amazing nuggets it's, i think it's like 120 30 pages you could fit it in your pocket you can it's like double space print you could read it in an afternoon you could read it in a couple of days with some spare time <clears throat> but it's loaded with amazing things how full is your bucket one of the things that stuck out to me most in this, I mean, and what they're what they're talking about, it, 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 it's they're talking essentially in the midst of it is the power of positivity. Those people that are speaking positively, those people that are speaking negatively, they're talking about how your perspective and how it is you're seeing things, positive or negative. There's more to it, but that's the gist of it. And one of the studies that they did. Some of the research that they did was the effects of it in the business place, the workplace. And ton, dozens and dozens, hundreds of studies done on it, okay? And one of the things, the conclusions that they came to in this was this. It would be more beneficial for a business to pay the negative employee to stay home. Because that negative, pessimistic, defeated mentality, discouraged employee that always comes about and is spouting off their negativity, it's contagious, it, it brings the whole workplace down, begins to affect their perspective, their energy, it just drags on. They said that companies would be more productive in the long haul by paying the negative employee to stay home. Now. That ties right in to something else I wanted to highlight. And oftentimes we just don't really realize how much power that our words have and that what we speak about attracts these things to us. You know, recovery, when we're, when we're stepping into recovery, we need to learn how to speak a different way because what we're speaking about, it's, it's gonna come at us. The power of death and life's in the tongue and those that love it will eat its fruit. What we're speaking about is what we're gonna taste of in our life. And so, we need to learn how to begin to see the see see the good and speak out the good. See the good in people. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Speak out the silver lining in situations. What's the possibilities in this situation? And and so on and so forth. Hope, hope, a real, living, breathing, hope. There was a there was a doctor in Japan. I believe is where he's from. If I remember right, I believe he's passed away in recent years, but he's done a lot of study on the power of our words because he was fascinated by it. And he did an experiment <clears throat> with, with water, okay? And what he did is he took water, all right? And he put it under a microscope. Put it under a microscope, and all he did was he just spoke to the water. And he put water under a microscope and he started by saying like, I hate you, you're ugly, you're disgusting, you're evil. He even used a name that was attached to evil. He used Hitler. All of those, you know, you're ugly, you're this, I hate you, you're never gonna succeed. Every time he spoke one of those things, he took a picture. And every time he spoke something like that, the water turned into what looked like swamp water. You can look this up, Dr. Emoto, just type in like Dr. Emoto, the power of your words and water or, or water study. Um, just type in something like that. And I think there's a few different ones on there, but it'll pop up. You'll find it. Then 
So every time he spoke that out, it turned into what looked like swamp water, literally. Then what he did was put the same water under there and he spoke to it and he said, you're beautiful. I love you. You're amazing. You can do this. He even used a name that was attached to goodness. He said, Mother Teresa. Every time he spoke one of those things, he took a picture of it. And every time the water transformed into what looked like a snowflake image. It's fascinating. The power that is in our words. Equate that now to this. I think it's 70% of the world is made up of water. How we speak about it literally is changing things on a molecular level. We could get all weird and crazy and spooky and scientific, but it's just simply the facts. How many people do you know who are plagued with sickness who are always talking negative about themselves? Your body is... I don't have all the numbers in front of me. I researched it all and wrote, wrote a big paper on it. But I believe our body is like 60 or 70% water. I think our brain is like 60, 70% water. How it is we're speaking about ourselves, it's changing things on a molecular level. How it is we're speaking about others, how it is we're speaking about situations. This is why our mind needs to be renewed. The, the podcast I talked about, what are you thinking about? What am I filling my mind with? Because what I'm filling my inner world with is going to come out through my words. And my words have power and it's attracting things to me or pushing things away from me or bringing more health into my body or health into other people's bodies around me or more health into a situation or more hope into a situation or more hopelessness into a situation or more unhealthiness into a situation. It's not a weird kind of spooky, mystically, okay, sure. No, it's the facts. If we're always speaking negative, discouraged, and defeated, we are going to attract people who are negative, discouraged, and defeated. And would you rather be partnered with 10 people who are always speaking negative and discouraged and defeated? Or would you rather be partnered with 10 people who are always winning and speaking encouragement and hope even when life comes at them and things doesn't always go their way? They did another, just to... to, drive it home a little bit some people did like a spin-off they were fascinated by it so they're like did something along the same lines based on dr emoto's research and what they did was they took cooked rice and they put it in two glass jars two little glass jars sealed the lid on tight airtight wrote on one hate one love you can also find this put like type into youtube like um Dr. Emoto rice experiment or something like that and it'll you'll find multiple ones but people did them the one I watched it was a guy and he he just put I think it was hate on one and love on one and he just spoke to him for 30 days edible cooked rice good put the lid on sealed tight airtight he spoke to the one he said I hate you you're disgusting you're a failure you're ugly you're evil da 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 he spoke to the other one you're beautiful you're amazing you're edible I love you you're, you're gonna succeed if I remember correctly, it was within six to seven days, it started, the one that said hate started turning into mold. And it started having like green and brown in it. And the one that he spoke, I love you, you're amazing, you're beautiful, still edible. At the end of 30 days, the one that he said hate on it that he spoke to like that, it was disgusting and brown, it was, it was disgusting. The one that said love, who he was speaking love, you're beautiful, you're made, still edible after 30 days. 
Now, having presented all of this information, facts to you, and citing everything, you can go do all the research for yourself if you don't believe the actual evidence of it all, and I totally understand if you want to do that. I was fascinated by it myself. Some questions you can begin to ask yourself is, how much hope is in your speech? How healthy is your speech? How are you speaking about other people? It took me a while to realize that how I speak about other people reveals my heart, not theirs. It doesn't mean that sometimes we are giving an accurate assessment of somebody whose life is riddled with problems and we're stating the facts, but what's the motive and what's the tone to it? Am I cutting them down with my words or building them up with my words? Am I attacking people with my words or am I bringing hope and bringing reinforcement into their life by the encouragement that I'm speaking? What I speak out, I will attract to me. The power of death and life is in the tongue and those that love it will eat its fruit. There's power in my words and I am attracting darkness to me by the way I speak and that's what I will taste of in my life or I'm attracting light into my life and that's what I will taste of in my life. You know, if anyone who is subscribed and it's pretty encouraging, there's quite a few new subscribers. Every time I do a podcast, I'm excited about it. I love putting out content that helps people and I'm glad it's helping some people. But obviously you have heard me talk about how I am a follower of Jesus, not a follower of religion. Church is not my God, I follow Jesus. And he's my route to the Father. He, he speaks about out of our heart, the mouth speaks. So it boils down to what am I feeding my mind with? What is it? Is my mind being renewed? What am I feeding it with? I talk to people in early recovery and they don't want to give up their music. They don't want to give up um, certain magazines they read. Maybe certain, you know, and... <clears throat> That includes gossip magazines. Most people, when they think of magazines, they immediately think porn. I had a porn addiction for, it was like 14 years of my life. God literally set me free. I mean, literally. It's been completely eradicated from my life for well over eight years now, along with a long list of other addictions. And when you mention something about magazines, immediately we go to like, we think of, of porn, and clearly, that would be something to fill in our mind with negativity that is deteriorating our inner world and that's going to come out through our speech. But how about just gossip magazines? How about music like, how about like rap music that's constantly talking about all sorts of negativity where I'm filling my mind with that. It is going to come out through my words and actions. I'm going to speak that out and then I'm going to attract those negative things to my life gossip magazines if I'm filling my mind with gossip magazines what's out of the heart the mouth speaks if I'm filling my heart with it it's going to come out and that and I'm going to be gossiping about other people and that's revealing the 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 negative gossip unhealthy speech about other people is revealing my heart not their heart mine I still I still run my life you know, run a fine tooth comb through my life and say, what, you know, I, I still catch myself sometimes when I hear other people speaking negative and maybe I join in for a second. It just doesn't taste right. Literally. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've got up and just walked out of conversations many times, many times. Just doesn't feel right. 
you know, there was plenty of times when people did it about me, and still to this day, you know, people have whatever opinions they, they choose about me, but I'm the one that lives my life. I know exactly what's really going on in my life, and I'll take full accountability for it. But when I speak about other people in that way, first of all, there's power in my words, and it changes the structure of things the way that I speak. Second of all, it's revealing the level of health that I live in. It almost is never revealing the level of health that they are living in. This ties in to the foundational structure of recovery. How is it that I think? How is it that I speak? Anybody that's heard the recovery language has heard people talk about how the drugs and the drinking is a symptom of the issue. The issue is an internal one. My internal world needs healing. My internal world needs to function in a different spirit, in a different reality. And what it is I'm feeding myself with is what's going to come out of me. It's going to consume our world. So I encourage you guys to ask yourself some questions. If some of this convicted you, awesome. Ask yourself some questions because if it convicted you, it also comes with grace to help you change. It does. And the reason that I'm able to speak on some of these topics here with so much insight and what may sound like authority is not because I read it in a book. It's because I was, <laughs> was caught in it all. I know exactly what it's like to be that's so unbelievably negative that it's 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 killing you slowly it slowly was killing me literally i also know what it's like to have the blinders pulled off my eyes and be like oh man wow i'm the problem i know what it's like to have to face me and i know what it's like to receive the grace needed to walk through a transformation in life into an entirely new way of thinking, speaking, and acting, and a whole new reality that becomes our environment and atmosphere that we live in. It's possible. It's more than possible. It's probable. It's available for you. It's available for anybody, anybody that wants it. And these basics that I'm talking about, what is it we're thinking about? How we're thinking about it? What is it we're talking about? How are we talking about it? This right here is really foundational principles that begin to shift things in a very practical way. I'm gonna elaborate more on this in courses I have coming up, lay out a lot more tools, very practical tools that you can begin to apply on a daily basis to really begin to see a shift and a shift come about quickly. But I hope, you know, you know, especially like this podcast and other ones like, I'm, you know, if you've been listening to me or follow me on Instagram or, or know me personally, heard me speak, it's, um, I can't afford to beat around the bush and not be straight to the point. There's people dying and there's freedom available. There's people dying and there's a solution to their problem that exists. And so when I'm talking about, it, I do everything I can to lay out what it's really like. Okay. And then I also lay it out saying there's there's so much grace and freedom that's available. It's unbelievable. I've been addicted to everything. My mind was so sick and messed up, it was unbelievable. My life was so sick and messed up, it was unbelievable. For 13 years. And you just sink deeper into that quicksand of unhealthiness over that course of time. But also, in April, it will be 10 years clean and sober and free from multiple addictions, completely free, mind renewed, yeah, life still comes at me. Yeah, there's still things I need to process and grow in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
but life is so much better. So much more freedom. Wife, kids, business, what's available to live into is unlimited and amazing. It doesn't matter what you're experiencing now. Oftentimes, I'll just leave this little seed with you for a future podcast I'm going to do. But oftentimes, the resistance that's coming against you is simply a confirmation of the potential that rests within you. And I mean that with all my heart. I see so much potential in addicts and alcoholics. That's why I've just focused everything in my life to work with people who struggle with addiction and walk them into freedom. Because there is an unbelievable amount of potential that rests within them. And that resistance and opposition that's been coming against us, you, people that struggle with addiction, most of the time is a real stamp of the potential and the destiny that rests on your life. So hopefully this really encouraged a lot of you. You guys were able to get some clarity on some things. And look for, I'm, I'm, I'll be doing more podcasts, releasing more content about practical tools and ways to shift these things and doing everything we can to help you walk into a new life of freedom that you rightfully deserve. You rightfully deserve. God is on your side and wants to help you more than you think. So thank you guys. Stay tuned. we got a lot more stuff coming out in recent weeks and months, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.